I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, I take you to Cotton Green, the forgotten train station, what it had to do with the American Civil War, and the story of the meteoric rise of Bombay. At about 3 p.m., the Cotton Exchange near the cathedral becomes densely crowded. Here, in the center of the public thoroughfare, brokers and merchants transact their affairs. Wealthy banya merchants and Parsi brokers slip from their own carriages into each other's vehicles, sit for a while till the bargain is struck or refused. These words from letters from Bombay, written in 1884 by D. Aubrey, were typical of British writing in India. What he was effectively describing. was a daily scene at the cotton market in bombay but this everyday scene had so much going on in the background this is the story of how bombay came to build its fortune and became the city of dreams there are two ways in which you can remember it the first probably is bombay's least known heritage structure and second is a train station which is mostly forgotten by even the most regular commuters the bombay of the 1860s was a product of heady times Two notable events were taking place simultaneously. America was going through a bloody civil war, while in the Middle East, a canal was being built to connect the Red Sea and the Mediterranean Sea. These two unrelated events held key to the fortunes of Bombay. At the peak of the civil war, in a grotesque show of power, the American South embargoed cotton exports and burned 2.5 million bales. Later, the North imposed its own blockades. This broke the back of the British mills which needed a steady supply of raw material to feed themselves. So, the British eventually turned to its richest colony, India. This sent the entire cotton trade into a tizzy and sent prices skyrocketing. The demand for cotton was so high that people ripped apart their mattresses and pillows to sell this white gold. Thanks to the American Civil War, Bombay's wealth grew by a staggering 80 million pounds. which funded the expansion of bombay into the sea and made it a livable city with electric lights and sanitation the cotton trade also made a few people wealthy beyond imagination one of them was premchand roychand a jain businessman from surat who came to be known as the cotton king and the bullion king he was a founding member of the native share and stock brokers association which we now better know as the bombay stock exchange if one were to write a typical business book on his life it would be titled the rise fall and rise of premchand roychand he ended up losing a majority of his wealth in developmental projects but then persevered and managed to earn a part of it back however apart from the bombay stock exchange he has one very notable contribution to bombay if you go to the fort campus of the university of bombay you would notice a clock tower while it was modeled around the big ben in london it was named after rajabai the mother of premchand roychand who donated a very significant amount to fund its construction rajawai was blind and as a staunch follower of jainism she was supposed to consume her dinner before evening legend says that the evening bell of the tower 
helped her to know the time without anyone's help. But for Bombay, the fall eventually came. As the civil war ended in 1865, the cotton trade in Bombay crashed. Fortunes stumbled and ambitions were vanquished. But by sheer luck, just in 4 years, the Suez Canal opened, reducing the sea voyage between Bombay and London by a whopping 3 quarters. The Bombay port speedily took over the Calcutta port in terms of volume of trade and there was no looking back. What lies forgotten today in this story of the meteoric rise of Bombay is a station that lies on the harbor line of the Bombay suburban train network, Cotton Green. While there is nothing green about the station anymore, it itself has an interesting history. Cotton Green was not so much a fixed geographical location, but the idea of a place where cotton was traded. Its actual location moved from Fort to Kolaba Causeway to the present-day Cotton Green. Just a stone's throw away from the Cotton Green station lies one of Bombay's forgotten heritage structures. In the busy Zaveri Bazaar stands the Cotton Exchange building. It was Bombay's first Art Deco building. and was inaugurated by Sardar Patel trading at the cotton exchange stopped years ago and the textile mills strike in 1981 and their subsequent closure virtually wiped out the cotton trade in bombay if you walk past that building today look up and see a relief panel running around the building it depicts the story of cotton from sowing of cotton to reaping the harvest the panel continues to depict its storage in warehouses subsequent movement into mills and the final leg export at ports through ships or steamers the philosopher walter benjamin once remarked not to find one's way in a city may well be uninteresting and banal it requires ignorance nothing more but to lose oneself in a city as one loses oneself in a forest that calls for quite a different schooling as the cotton exchange building finds itself lost in the story of bombay maybe the way for it to be rediscovered is for us to lose ourselves in it If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am Utsav Memory on Twitter and YB Travel 42 on Instagram. 